Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that can kill you. Like UFOs, hitting a bear with your car. How about a drug overdose? Oof. And the things that just make you wish you were dead. Having to sing for your supper. Being serenaded without your consent. Having a crush on a felon. Garrett. (laughs) Garrett, check, check, check. All those letters. (laughs) Let's play the theme song. Let's do it. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling. Goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing. Gotta do better than just getting high. We gotta stick together if we're gonna Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Danielle. I'm Christine. Christine, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, did you notice I'm wearing cherry earrings? I did. They're very cute. Did your daughter make those? She didn't make them, but I did steal them from her jewelry box. Oh, that's good. Did I say jewelry box? Jewelry box. Did I tell you I recently learned that the reason why I say it wrong is because I spell it. The reason I spell it wrong is because of how I say it. You didn't? No. I thought it was jewel. It's jewelry. Yeah? And I thought it was jewelry, and that's how I always spell it. Isn't that how it's spelled? Wait. I, I sp- <laughs> Jewelry. J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. Yeah, but I add an extra E. Oh, oh. Between the L. Yeah. Like jewelry. Oh, got it. Like Paschetti. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. No. I, I, I could see that happening to you. <laughs> well, it did. Well, you're wearing one of my favorite shirt sweaters yes. today. Ted Baxter. Ted it's Baxter? So cute. No. Ted Baker. Ted Baker? <laughs> Ted, Ted Baxter is, uh, is he Ted Knight? Newsman. Ted Baxter <laughs> made designer? this shirt. It's very loud and pompous. Ted and, Baker. And the earrings go really well. Yes. I don't know where I got these earrings. Maybe my mom. My mom had this thing of do whenever she liked something I was wearing, she'd yes. say, did I get you that? <laughs> I was like, no. But she may have gotten me these, actually, because they're a little more uh, feminine and delicate than something I would we'll take buy. A, we'll take a picture, but it's very bejeweled. Yeah, I am bejeweled today. You are bejeweled. Did you ever do bejeweling? That seems like something you may have. No, you probably would have, like... Like taking the bejewel gun and, and like hit someone in the head with it. Like I, knocked, I used it as a, a weapon. Rhin, knocked a rhinestone into someone's forehead. I didn't, but I do remember there were infomercials for it, right? Yes. But I didn't do it. Um, no. No, I didn't do it either. But it was very like jean jackets. People would bejewel their jean jackets. No, I mean, you know, I had a jean jacket with of lace course. on it. <laughs> I do know that. With I, matching jeans. I do know that. And a horse in the background. There was no horse. There was a farm. And there was a barn. A, there in the was background. like a fence and maybe some hay. Yeah, and that was a backdrop. And I also had a black leather fringe jacket. Of course you did. Obviously, black oh, with lights. I embodied that song. <laughs> I had all of it. Um, so today is Valentine's Day, and I, 
I don't know. Oh, because we get emails from, uh, you know, the school. You get like 5,000 emails a day. And it was talking about these um, uh, serenades. Mm Mm-hmm. That you can do. So I asked Oliver about that. I had forgotten. He told me last year, but I forgot. I said, so what are these serenades? Like, did you buy a serenade? I was joking. I knew he didn't buy a serenade. But you can, like, have someone go and play music for, you know, boy or girl yeah. that you have a crush on or you're dating or whatever. And I said, so what is it just like? Because it's part of the schools of performing arts school. So I said, oh, is it like they have singers come? And he goes, yes. no, mom, it's mariachi. And I was like, oh, right. so all day long for the last like <laughs> three days leading up to Valentine's Day. And then today, I guess the mariachi quartet or whatever it is from school comes in and will sing and will play a song for that person. They're, and they're also students. And they're also it's students. It's not grown no. men from like a restaurant. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because that's what I thought. I was like, yes. well, how do they... They, so they just miss school? He goes, but then if if two people in the same class get one, like that, you think they're going to leave and then they stop and they play again. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. That's really like, cool. Are they going out to the PE field? They're going out to the... But yeah, he said, he said every single time the person is humiliated, the person who's being sung at is, is oh, uncomfortable every single time. But it was cute. I saw some boys going into school with flowers today. Oh. It was really cute. Not a lot, but a few. That's really yeah. sweet. I'm just glad we don't have to do the Valentines for all the students anymore. You know, oh, like yeah. now in grade school because now they're in like more in the upper middle, upper elementary grades. Being in fifth, oh, like, they don't do it in fifth. No. Oh, okay. I'm so happy. Oh, but you do it for every single kid, right? You don't. Yes. Like, but it was always me having to, you know, like corral them into signing their right. Valentines and. Alex was pretty good about it. You know, she'd want to make homemade Valentines. Aww. But, you know, Benjamin would sign like three and then be like, I'm done. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I need to tell you about a truck I saw this morning. Oh, okay. On the drive here. Um, big, beautiful new truck. Yeah. Like a Ford F-150 or like a Chevy Bravo. I'm going to pretend I know what any of those things Let's, are. I don't even know. I just made that the up. The Chevy Bravo the, has Andy Cohen writing in the <laughs> yeah. passenger side. It's a Real Housewives <laughs> yeah. uh, franchise truck. And it was, I, I, it had to be a new truck. It was, sh- you know, black and big tires. You know, maybe yes. even had the extra big tires. Right. Probably had the extra pipe on the back to put more um, pollution into the air. <laughs> yes, yes. You know? Um, and it had a personalized plate. Okay. Sex truck. <laughs> wow, that's the subtlest pussy wagon. Yeah, and I I couldn't stop thinking about how that's like a lot to promise. That's, yeah. Right? You're like really putting it out there. You're going to have sex in the truck? Well, that's, that the, that's here's the what The truck is going to be so alluring that you'll have sex with the driver i guess he's saying like here's where it happens yes i'm assuming this is where the magic happens but i was like is it like are you going to take me out you know to the hills and you know there's a nice mattress in the back like a casper it's got to be a good mattress (laughs) and the nice quill i don't want to and then the stars like maybe that's better but i don't know for some reason i was just imagining a cat a Mattress without any bedding. Oh, no, no. It's, in the back of a truck, and no, I got real sad. No, not a stained. You don't want some no, stained a mattress. With, with matching sheets. Yes, okay. yes. All right. So then I it's, guess. and there's like maybe some, I don't know, like uh, the the chicks is playing, you know? Yeah. Some nice, some right. nice music. Um, champagne or, or a nice cocktail. Okay. And Boone's Farm, probably more likely. <laughs> <laughs> but... Champagne spelled P-A-N-E. Yes. <laughs> P-A-I-N. Bring in the pain. pain. But like, what if he means in the cab? Because then, you know, you're getting your head banged around. Oh, Jesus Christ. That doesn't sound nice. I'm trying to think if I've ever had sex in a car. What? You don't know? Oh, my God. I had so much well, sex in a I car. because I think, no, I think I had sex adjacent in a car. Not actual sex. That's but. where I lost my virginity. Oh, Jesus. It gets just getting more and more. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you were a proper age. I was already yeah. like older when I, ha- when I had sex. So it's like people had... A bed was available. Yes. They, I wasn't you know, living at home. 
I mean, if you're a teenager, it's perfectly fine. What else are you going to do? No, it's the only option. Well, sex truck. Sex truck. TM. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw a truck with like a beautifully painted silk screen of, or not silk screen, whatever it is, of uh, Batman. And I thought that's what you were going to say. Like, oh, we saw the same truck? Yeah. I mean, it could also be a sex truck. Just I know. I think I'd rather be in the Batman truck, honestly, than, <laughs> than the, the sex truck. Yeah. Well, I'd be a little scared yeah. in the sex truck. Hey, I watched, um, you know, the show last night. Poker Face. Yes. Thank you. It's funny that I couldn't remember the name I of it because one too. of her qualities is that she couldn't remember things. Bullshit. Which I liked. Yeah. Wait, that she can't remember things? Yeah. She was like, can't remember the name of something. Oh, okay. I yeah, definitely yeah. related the locker, to that. The evidence locker. Yeah. She couldn't remember the name of like, oh, the, yeah, the word yeah, locker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I went from having zero opinion about Natasha Leon to now I just want to be her. <laughs> She's just so great. So you just watched the first episode. Just watched the first episode. Okay. Yes. And did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It gets very, it, as as Jimmy said, it's like the, I don't know if you remember the Hulk, the show that the Hulk from the, the 70s. Barely. I know like, it was a show. Goes from town to town. Yes. Like, and that's basically what she does. It's It's really good. It's really, really fun. It is fun. I like to do. I watched the first episode yesterday. Oh, we were doing yeah, the same thing me. yesterday. Yeah, wild. We're Synchronicity. So, we're so connected. You yeah. guys are. Should we get into today's topic? I'm ready to find out what it is. All right. Are you ready to learn how to survive a drug overdose? Please. Okay. going to give you a little factoids here first. Okay. The National Institute on Drug Abuse. This is from them. You know their work. I study them so much. More than 106,000 persons in the U.S. died from drug-involved overdose in 2021, including illicit drugs and prescription opioids. That's a lot. Yeah, it really is. Um, and it's all in uh, your neck of the woods, I think. That's not surprising. No, I'm just, I'm just teasing. Overall drug, and by the, your neck of the woods, I mean Van Nuys. Oh, no, I, I, sure. meant, I meant Michigan. But, I have multiple um, necks of woods that that, that would fall that, that, you're Right. OK, so I got this from the British Columbia Emergency Health Services. OK, so if I start pronouncing my O's weird, we'll know it's why. It's just because it's Canadian. But it, basically, I think it all, you know, translates. Um, so they want you to remember the save me steps. Save me steps. If you encounter someone overdosing okay s is for stimulate it like get in the sex truck tickle See if that'll wake up <laughs> <laughs> if you suspect someone might be having an opioid first we're talking about opioids okay because that's most likely really what's causing the problems okay. right now overdose start by um stimulating them to confirm that they are unresponsive shout at them use their name if you know it next do a trapezius squeeze you remember trapezius squeeze? That's gymnastics, right? Yes. Um, or pinch the webbing between... Whoa, sorry. A, a trapezius squeeze is squeezing in the nail bed of the finger, which that, I never... That would never make me think You would think bed. it was your yeah. Trape- yeah. trapezoids, yeah. right? Wherever those are. In your back somewhere. Or pinch the webbing between their thumb and fingers to see if they respond to pain. Always tell someone when you are going to... What you are going... Always tell someone what you're going to do before you touch them. I'm going to tickle you. I mean, they're dying of an overdose. I don't think there's going to be a consent issue here, but okay. If the person does not respond to sound or pain, then it is a medical emergency. Okay. Okay. Call 911. If you are alone, you can put the phone on speaker. Remember, you will not get in trouble if you call 911 for a suspected overdose. Okay. I, which I think is very important. The call taker will ask for your location, uh, your phone number. And what the problem is. Okay, the, um, did I miss? Oh, yeah. The, okay, we're up to A in save me. Okay. <laughs> Airway. Check the person's mouth for any obstructions, items like gum, dentures, or a syringe cap. Oh, Jesus. Could be preventing them from breathing properly. But you wouldn't think of this. I think this is really smart. No, I, it know, is. Remove any um, obstructions. Once you've confirmed the mouth is clear, tilt their head back. This opens their airway. Okay. Okay, the V, ventilate. Remember, we're spelling out save me. I got it. No extra O's or anything. Or it's use. not like jewelry. Oh, God. The next step is to breathe for the person. 
Breaths are crucial to the overdose response. They keep the brain alive. Ventilation is the best way to reduce the risk of irreversible brain injury. Okay. Keep the person's head tilted back, Mm -hmm. pinch their nose, and give them two breaths. You should be able to see their chest rise with each breath. So I'm putting my mouth on their mouth. No, you are. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yes, of course. So with a drug overdose, it's not like the compressions where we're pressing without the breath. We want to give them breath. I have to double check that because I think that might come up. But because I've heard ever since you mentioned that, Mm -hmm. I've heard it discussed elsewhere. So I don't remember if it's what I heard or what I read. But right now we're just going to V-ventilate. V-ventilate. Two breaths. Uh, Continue to give one breath every five seconds until the person is breathing on their own or first responders arrive. Okay. Remember, you called 911. I did. And I'm not going to get in trouble for it. Even though call is not in save me. Okay. (laughs) So you just have to remember that part. If you are responding by yourself and do not have naloxone, we'll get into that in a second, Mm -hmm. or you do not feel confident about administering naloxone, breaths are more important. Okay. Okay. What is naloxone? You may know it as Narcan. I've heard of it. That is the brand name. Mm -hmm. Okay. Naloxone is a medication that quickly reverses the effects of an overdose from opioids such as heroin, methadone, fentanyl, and morphine. It's kind of like a miracle. Yeah. This it's really it's really crazy impressive. In fact, in all 50 states, residents can purchase Narcan nasal spray directly from a pharmacist under a uh, naloxone access law. Really? Yes. Without a prescription? Yes. That's amazing. There are um different access rules by state okay which you can look up at narcan.com um and then slash hashtag how to get narcan with uh, dashes in between those words but um but federally it is a law so i don't know exactly what the differences are and maybe it's like how many you can buy or i'm just guessing um okay but don't but it's also really really important to remember that narcan doesn't treat the underlying problem so you might still have it's not like you now don't have an addiction right it's, it's just, just saving save, you in that moment it's to save a person's so life it's 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 a miracle drug but it also is it doesn't it cure it's, addiction it's not curing it, addiction it is saves a so complicated right. right i got it some people may not be comfortable giving rescue breaths in that case call takers can also coach 911 callers through providing chest compressions so that's that's to answer your question you could just do okay. the chest compressions. Okay. We're up to E. Evaluate. Okay. Has the person responded to your breaths? If they are still unresponsive, continue the rescue breathing. One breath every five seconds. Now is the time to give naloxone. If you have it, if there is anyone with you, have them prepare the kit. Now, some brands come in a kit, but the Narcan is just, it's just, I, I believe it's just a spray and you don't have to prepare anything. Okay. Um, this other stuff, it seems kind of complicated. So it's I can like understand. COVID tests where each it's, one, it's, you're yeah, like, it's, okay, it's, let me get out this right. giant paper yes. and see what right. I have to do. Oh, oh that one's in French because we're in Canada. I got to <laughs> flip it over. <laughs> if you do not have naloxone or if you are alone and can't prepare the kit, kit keep providing breaths until the first responders arrive. Okay. Um, M, we're at the M and me muscular injections. So that's if you have the kit, but okay. you don't have to do that if you don't have the, if you have the American version, I guess, or at least the brand Narcan. Evaluate, monitor the person to see if they respond to the Narcan. Do they start breathing again? Do they regain consciousness? If not, keep giving one breath every five seconds. If they have not regained consciousness after three to five minutes, which is approximately forty breaths, you can give a second dose. Of the Narcan. And when you say muscular injection, does that mean you're injecting it into one of their muscles? Yes. Any muscle? Well, I would, I don't know. I would, I don't know. I guess you okay. just find a leg. Probably I, like the, the big thigh muscle. Yeah. Um, not the trapezius. Well, I don't even know where that is. That that's on your nail bed. Um, monitor the person after each dose is given for three minutes before giving additional doses. Okay. Naloxone is a safe medication, but people who are dependent on opioids may experience unpleasant withdrawal symptoms like pain, sweating, agitation, and irritability. For this reason, it is important to give the lowest dose of naloxone required to reverse the overdose. Okay. Naloxone can take three to five minutes to work, so waiting five minutes between doses is important. Okay. So that was about fentanyl. We just 
you know, it's just every day there's a new person who's, you know, thousands, I guess, of new people dying of fentanyl and other opioid overdoses. Now we're going to talk about alcohol. Okay. Because you could also have, well, they, it's alcohol alcohol poisoning, but, but it it's basically kills an people. overdose. Yeah. Alcohol poisoning is a serious and sometimes deadly consequence of drinking large amounts of alcohol in a short period of time. Garen, we know, don't get all boozy and and start watching video games or whatever it is you do. (laughs) (laughs) We know your life. You don't watch video games, right? <laughs> you play video games. Some people watch them. Some yes. young people watch My them. My kid. That's a thing. Benjamin. get it. He it's will Twitch. watch Twitch. Yeah, Other people Twitch play video games. Yes. I'll keep to one or two Mike's Hard Lemonades. <laughs> oh, is that what you drink? Black cherry. It's like the Zima of 2023. Yeah. Oh, that's for, so cute. For middle-aged guys that don't really drink, that, oh, that's, about, that's what does it. That's cute. <laughs> Chris gave me some really lovely wine for my birthday, and I've been drinking it, and it um, it doesn't give me any bad side effects of drinking. It does make me extremely tired. Okay. I felt like such a drunk uncle because I was with my son, or mm-hmm. drunk mom, I guess is what it would be, and uh, we were watching something, and I just completely fell asleep. Uh, mommy's had too much to drink. It's literally, it's like an ounce. She had a, th- a thimble. I did. Like, and I lapped it up like a little like a hummingbird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, clonk. Good night. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, hold on a second. Okay. Alcohol poisoning can occur when adults or children accidentally or intentionally drink household products that contain alcohol. We sort of talked about that in the poisoning episode, I believe. Yeah. A person with alcohol poisoning needs immediate medical attention. If you suspect someone has alcohol poisoning, call for emergency and medical help right away. Here are some symptoms. Alcohol poisoning signs and symptoms include confusion, vomiting, seizures, slow breathing, less than eight breaths a minute. Ooh. Seems pretty slow. It does seem slow. Irregular breathing, a gap of more than 10 seconds between breaths. Blue-tinged skin or pale skin. Mm. Blue-tinged skin? Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's scary. That is very scary. Low body temperature, which is hypothermia, and passing out unconsciousness and can't be reawakened. When to see a doctor. It's not necessary to have all the above signs or symptoms before you... I mean, if my skin is turning blue, that's the only sign I need. No. I think um, you get yourself to the ER yeah. stat. Uh, uh, before you seek medical help, a person with alcohol poisoning who is unconscious or can't be awakened is at risk of dying. Alcohol poisoning poisoning is an emergency. If you suspect that someone has alcohol poisoning, even if you don't see the classic signs and symptoms, seek immediate medical care. Here's what to do. Call 911 or your local emergency number immediately. Never assume the person will sleep off alcohol poisoning. I think this is probably tricky because a lot of times someone gets drunk and, and they, they sleep pass it off. So, like, how do you tell? I don't know. So, err on the side of caution is basically yeah. what they're saying. I mean, I'm 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 always a little bit astounded by adults who still well drink to the point of passing out. Yeah, because I'm like. Well, they could die. So shouldn't we do something about this? (laughs) Right. Right. Well, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. You should. They're saying they're saying you should. That is a medical. You think Oliver should have brought me to the doctor? Well, I don't think you. I think you just fell (laughs) asleep. I got tired. (laughs) What is the difference between falling asleep and losing consciousness? Uh you can't be reawakened. Yeah, I that's think it's the, a different. The, yeah. I think it's different in your brain. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Oliver just suddenly learns how to drive. Like in movies, just okay. Be prepared to provide information. Uh, if you know, be sure to tell hospital or emergency personnel the kind and amount of alcohol the person drank. Mm-hmm. So, Mike's Heart Lemonade in your case. Two uh, Moscow Mules in your case. A half. Three ounces of wine in my case. <laughs> Don't leave an unconscious person alone because alcohol poisoning affects the way the gag reflex works. Someone with alcohol poisoning may choke on his or her own vomit and not be able to breathe. While waiting for help, don't try to make the person vomit because he or she could choke. Oh. Which I never would have thought. I thought, get rid of the alcohol. Yeah. But 
I didn't know that it has an effect on your gag reflex. Help a person who is vomiting. Try to keep him or her sitting up. If the person must lie down, make sure to turn his or her head to the side. This helps prevent choking. Try to keep the person awake to prevent loss of consciousness. Don't be afraid to get help. It can be difficult to decide, here we go, if you think someone is drunk enough to warrant medical intervention, but it's best to err on the side of caution. You may worry about the consequences for yourself or your friend or loved one, particularly if you're underage. Don't be afraid to get help. It can be difficult to decide if you think someone is drunk enough to warrant medical intervention, but it's best to err on the side of caution. You may worry about the consequences for yourself or your friend or loved one, particularly if you're underage, but the consequences of not getting the right help in time can be far more serious. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for a story? I'm so ready. <sighs> nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, because it's not pretty, but it, it's okay. Can you make it pretty? Uh, last September, <laughs> Ryan Christoff and his then 16-year-old daughter. Okay. Last September, Ryan Christoff found his then 16-year-old daughter barely breathing in their home near Boulder, Colorado. Little did he know at the time, but his daughter was suffering from an overdose. She had taken half of a Percocet pill given to her by her then-boyfriend, not knowing that it was laced with fentanyl, a synthetic opioid used to treat severe pain, and is up to, I had no idea, 50 times more powerful than heroin. 50 times. I'm bored in my room, said Sophia Kristoff, who said she had found some powder substance. I crushed it up, took a line felt kind of sparkly for two seconds, and then I woke up in the hospital. Ryan Kristoff said he had known that his daughter smoked a little weed occasionally, but had no idea that the sophomore had actually been secretly experimenting with a long list of drugs. Cocaine, Xanax, ketamine once, acid, shrooms, Adderall, says Sophia Kristoff. So just pills. Clearly it wasn't just pills. She just said she was doing all these other things. Just like everything I could get my hands on. Oh, my God. During, this is coming. I know, I know. It's really upsetting. During that year, she was suspended from school and her grades fell. I felt stupid that I should have known, said Ryan Kristoff. I just didn't think she was doing that. Sergeant David Cohen of the Lafayette, Colorado Police Department was in the vicinity when the frantic 911 call came in from Sophia Kristoff's father. Cohen arrived on the scene in minutes and started chest compressions. He quickly administered Narcan mm-hmm. to an unconscious and barely breathing Sophia Kristoff. Within seconds, she began gasping for air. According to Cohen, she was taken to the hospital, but was released only hours later. Cohen said he used his training and experience to recognize the situation. I mean, I don't know if I've ever, I mean, I don't know if it ever became clear to me until I administered Narcan and it worked, said Cohen, Cohen, who said he also noticed miscellaneous drug paraphernalia in the bedroom. On that day, Sophia Kristoff survived. Others who have experienced fentanyl-linked drug overdoses have not been as lucky. I get daily reports of suspected individuals who have been passed who I get daily reports of suspected individuals who have passed away as a, as a result of fentanyl overdoses, said Denver Police Chief Paul Pazin. Deaths like deaths linked to synthetic opioids like fentanyl have nearly doubled over the past two years, according to data released by the Centers of for Disease Control and Prevention. Additional CDC data revealed that of more than 100,000 people who died from drug overdoses in a 12-month period ending in October 2021, nearly two-thirds of those deaths are linked to synthetic opioids like fentanyl. Fentanyl is cheap to produce and extremely potent, so so it is sometimes mixed into other illicit drugs, heroin, meth, and cocaine, and other pain pills like Percocet, Xanax, Vicodin, and Oxycontin, and can create a lethal combination, according to Pazin. Okay, I'm going to reveal my idiocy at this point, okay. or, or naivete, or whatever. I don't understand mm-hmm. why people mix... In other words, it's not like the buyer knows the seller is mixing it, right? Okay. So that's just to make them more addicted? So the seller's motivation is that it's cheap. So it's so cheap, right? Yeah. So, they can get more out there and make more money. So if you cut fentanyl, oh. it's like cutting your cocaine. So like if oh, you you're have, putting, you're selling opi- you're selling Percocet or, or Vicodin or, or but you can't afford the open. You're selling you're selling opioids to the public. Yeah, and you want to make more profit. 
you want to cut it with something cheaper I to see. increase your profit okay. margin. The fentanyl is super cheap to produce. You p- cut it with fentanyl, your profits increase. Ugh. So for the drug dealer. But your, crof- your profits don't increase because all your buyers die. Good point. But <laughs> maybe it still makes you more profit even if you get a 20% death yeah. rate. I, uh, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's really awful. Um, for for Sophia Kristoff, she said that buying drugs is his, this I had no idea, this is going to scare all parents out there, but just, you need to know. For Sophia Kristoff, she said that buying drugs is as easy as sending the right emoji to a plug, which is a drug dealer who often finds customers on apps like Snapchat. Yeah. Did you know about that? I only knew because I had heard on a different podcast or maybe on NPR that uh, a mom... Had, was trying to maybe sue TikTok because her son, who was 14, had uh, arranged his drug deal through TikTok and then had died from a fentanyl-laced pill. Okay. Mm. I'm looking for a little plug emoji or like a fire emoji or you're just whatever emoji the normal dealers have, said Kristoff. If you go where, if you know where to go, it's really easy, she added. The use of emojis to connect with drug dealers is not unique to Colorado, but now so common across the country that U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency released a cheat sheet for parents and guardians to raise awareness of the emojis commonly used to buy drugs on social media. On April 1st, so if you go to the uh, the U.S. Uh, Drug Enforcement Agency site, I'm guessing you can find the cheat mm-hmm. sheet there. We'll put it in the newsletter, too. Okay. On April 1st, Snapchat issued a statement that detailed their efforts to flush out drug-related content and announced steps to curb illegal activity, saying they have zero tolerance for the promotion of illegal drugs on its platform. Sophia Kristoff said she carries the weight of her near-death experience every day. I'm the one that came back. Like, why me? So I'm just trying to have the mindset that I'm here, and I was a lucky one, and I, and I got to make it worth it, said Kristoff. Sophia Kristoff is now enjoying her junior year of high school and said she's looking forward to being back on the field with her softball team next season. Her father is now on a mission to educate other teens and parents on the dangers of drug use and carries Narcan wherever he goes. I mean, can you imagine? I would want people. I would want people to see that it can happen to even someone like Sophia, to even their daughter, to even their son, he said, even to people who think, you know, that it is the least likely to happen to it can happen. Last month, Ryan Kristoff and his now 17-year-old daughter visited the Lafayette Police Department to meet Sergeant David Cohen again, six months after his quick action saved a life. After both giving him giant hugs of gratitude, Ryan Kristoff gave the officer a framed picture of his daughter saying, that's her celebrating her birthday, which she was only able to experience because of you. I mean, wow, (laughs) Jesus. I'm sorry. I know that was super heavy. No, I think it's important for people to know. I mean, I think it's really um powerful and you know we're we're we have two sort of a a terrible perfect storm of like young people experiencing a huge mental health crisis right now that's not showing signs of slowing yeah and this uh influx of all of these easily available drugs right and um it's it's and and increasingly easy ways to get them exactly so i think it's it's the information is powerful for people to have so that we don't have to yeah. be, you know, have blinders on about it as parents. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's just so scary. It is scary, but it's good to know, because at least if we know it, we can yeah. take some kind of steps and not feel like, you know, we're blindsided to the information. I also highly recommend it, not just because Michael Keaton stars in it, but I do highly recommend Dope Sick, the yes. miniseries. Did you watch it? I read the book. Oh, that's right. You told me that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or read the book. Yeah. I haven't read the book. I just thought the series was done very well and um, opened me up to the sort of start of uh, Oxycontin and uh, <laughs> the fucking nightmare it has led to in our just this corporation just mm-hmm. pushing this thing that just <sighs> with no regard to people's safety and and how it affects the poor communities the and, hardest and they knew and they yeah. knew and they knew and it was terrible but anyway i do recommend it it's really good it's really um did, i forget did you watch it i have not watched it it's yeah, on hulu it's, right yes it, it was it i still want to watch it even though i read the book because i i mean i think it looks really good too yeah it was done very well i thought and there's a book I recently read that also delves into the um, opioid crisis really well. That's fiction called Demon Copperhead, which I told you about. And it's a you did. sort of retelling yes. of David Copperfield 
um, in modern day times. It's a very big book, but if you're a reader and you like um, like epic stories. I'm just laughing because when we went on our trip, Chris showed me her Kindle, which is about, I don't know, the, the one and a half times the size of a phone. It's pretty small. And she refuses to wear glasses <laughs> to read. So just on my Kindle, just on your Kindle. So the words are so fucking big that it's like yeah. it's like it looks like a chalkboard from the 1800s. <laughs> like there's four words, right? There's like four words on a page. It's hysterical. <laughs> like you're going to get carpal tunnel just from swiping the pages because it's, I just swipe, 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 it's swipe, swipe. So funny. I, I just was, don't like to let, like when I'm laying on my pillow reading at night, I don't like the glasses to push against my head. Yes. Because it really bothers me. So I just make the font really big. Because I really am going blind. I, yeah, sometimes I like to turn on my side to read. And I can't because my glasses are smushed on my head. I I like to lay on my side. So it's just giant font on my Kindle. (laughs) What else? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else. I just keep expecting a mariachi band to come in here and sing us a play us a love song wouldn't that be nice and then they leave and then you hear down the hall he just he says you just hear it down the hall all day i don't know why it just tickles me it just seems like not the most romantic thing in the world have a mariachi band yeah feels like in your face when whenever i've been at a mexican restaurant and there's somebody coming around I'm always like, please don't come to my table. Please don't yeah. come to my table. And if they do, and I'm I'm just like smiling really big and thinking, I can't wait until you're gone. Yeah. And even if they're really good, it's just that kind of attention yeah. makes me so uncomfortable. Well, there's no way to properly react to someone playing music at you in your face. <laughs> there just isn't. Not not comfortably. This, I you know, I didn't um, date very much in high school, just like very, very little. But there was a boy who had a crush on me it was not reciprocal and um he saying i don't know how this happened but we were by ourselves in a room and at school mm-hmm. like during lunch or something and he sang me a song he wrote on the guitar oh no and also danielle does not work well in a song so it's like danielle and then it just went on from there and i just 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 blindness. <laughs> just I just had like ear and eye blindness. Can you remember any of the words? No, that's all I remember because it was so clunky. Oh man! And him just like strumming the guitar. Yeah, that was pretty brave of him, actually. I know. You know, I want to hear. I mean, is there any way we could get him on the show? Oh God, probably, but I'm not going to do I that. I really want to know that song. I mean, I want to hear his side <laughs> I don't of it. Think he's going to remember? Oh, that's oh, a good. He definitely remembers. I don't know. Uh, we we will. I guess all of us. We're will coming be back. Right, all back of us are coming with back with our guests. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle, Christine. I don't think I mentioned. I think your makeup looks really good today. Oh, thank you. You're looking very pretty. Really you're good in pink. Wow, do I think I love you in color. I was just doing my makeup while my son and I are rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine in the mornings. That sounds like a nice way it's to spend. So fucking good. I don't know it. You don't you never watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? You know what? I'm waiting to just watch it with the kids. With oh, any sitcoms I've missed at this point, I'm you like start you now. Just watch it with the kids. They'll love it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's very silly and uh fun and um you know, Andy Sandberg is pretty stinking adorable on it and they're all good they're all really good sold yeah sold okay well on the first half of our uh show we talked about how to survive a drug overdose laugh riot i know i i apologize <laughs> you know sometimes it's hard to walk the line on this show but now i think we did have some laughs amid the scary narcan uh fentanyl death stuff i think we did manage to laugh a little you know, I did. What you're right. Okay. But now we're going to discuss how to survive being accused of basically running an international drug ring, something like that, with our very special guest, Rebecca Metz, who you might know from Better Things. One of my she, favorite shows of all yes. time. I'm fangirling out over here. because She I, has it on her water bottle. I think one of the best shows on television, and you're amazing on it. And Shameless. And your kids might know Coop and Cammy. Ask the world. My kids know it. And your kids know it. They do it. They do it. They they ask the world. They they, they ask the world I'm, of you. If I'm the world, yes. So Rebecca Metz, thank you for coming. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your subtle heart 
on your sweater for oh, thank you. Uh, Valentine's Day. I'm, oh, God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you didn't? No, not at all. I'm, oh. not, I'm not usually a person who would wear hearts, but yeah. this one is like understated. It's yeah. not, you know. No, it's very cute. It's not in your face. It's not in your yeah. face. Mm-mm. Thank you. Complete accident. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am admiring your water bottle because it's you've put just a bunch of cool stickers on it. But in addition to Better Things and Nope uh, 2020, we have, uh, oh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem Ant. Oh, because I saw um, I saw Beaker and I got excited about that. But yeah. also the Dr. Teeth I'm one. I'm a Muppet freak. Me too. Clue? Yes. Any Clue fans in the room? Uh, oh. <laughs> really? Karen is. Just- so that's run, Hands down. run down the I hall. Favorite I love it. movie of all time. I put stickers on because... Wait, have you seen it recently? I've seen it uh, about 150 <laughs> times, probably I last week. I don't get it. I don't understand how that's it's possible. It's not funny. <laughs> I it's, don't get what? it. So, it's, okay, full here, of, it's full of fantastic actors. Here's the thing. I th- it is, it's like a farce, like a theatrical farce yes. like something you like noise is off theater. don't like pretend i don't know what a farce is I, no no listen i Three's totally company believe you and maybe like maybe it's not your thing it's so my thing and i've learned that i have a thing for um gothic gothic pretty much anything gothic okay. horror gothic yes. mystery gothic, Love like gothic anything with a big gorgeous house a big mm-hmm. gorgeous yes. old house okay yeah with creaky doors yes. and weird passages uh-huh. and it, i mean that is the whole thing of it okay I love all those actors. I think it's, I just think it's hilarious. It's your jam. Boy, it just didn't hit me that way. And I've been arguing with him for this, with uh, Garen, because Garen loves it. Listen, people can like different things. I know. I don't like it really any Quentin Tarantino movies. And it took me a long time because I dated, I was dating (laughs) nerdy drama guys in the 90s. Oh, for God's sake. You couldn't say that. I don't really like Quentin Tarantino films either. It's okay. uh, I mean, they're, they're not for us. No in their you know I, conception yeah. their yes. execution any male. part of the yeah. and there are women who like them and it's totally fine and yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. slamming you I'm just saying like we all like different yes. things and that's okay I went to see Sleep No More did any of you see Sleep No More in New York City no I don't know what it, that is um, it was oh boy I'm not going to describe it the way they want to describe it it was <laughs> like okay. a we won't tell. theatrical experience it was in the it might still be there in the meatpacking district and it was like not a play exactly I okay. believe it was a dance company that took over kind of an old industrial building multiple floors and converted it into this um was it hamlet can mm, no it was macbeth yeah it was it was macbeth i'm, I'm afraid to say that word okay oh, just say, the, actor, just say the scottish that's thing that's what my <laughs> Whatever, mother always says I just but um oh god it's such a dorky thing to it, but um that my mother was a total yeah. theater dork but they so the whole everyone in the audience it's fully interactive you explore the space everyone in the audience wears these weird comedia comedia masks oh they throw the you in an elevator thing? and throw you out and on different floors okay. my husband had terrible vision and couldn't see anything so he just got mad and like went downstairs <laughs> waited in the bar. and i so it's it's macbeth but um there's like too much stuff for it to just be macbeth and so they filled the rest of the spaces and characters out with people from Rebecca with <gasps> story oh, elements and oh characters God, from Rebecca. And uh, as is my nature, whenever I saw one of the actors in mm-hmm. Macbeth, I ran in the other direction because there would be like 45 people chasing them and I'd <laughs> yeah. be like, fuck that, I'm going over here to like rifle through drawers and find. And I found this guy who was like embodying some character from Rebecca, some priest. Yes. He like pulled me into a room. This sounds really like a bad idea, but yes. at the time it felt total, totally safe. We had Well, he's like a priest. Silent. Exactly. Yeah. What, what could, could happen? Wrong? <laughs> um, this, oh my God. It was amazing. I didn't, I think at the end they like, corral everyone down to watch the final scene um but for the most part i completely avoided the play and just like immersed <laughs> myself in all of this yes. rebecca atmosphere and like set deck and all oh, of this stuff that's really cool letters around from this it was it, it I was th- really cool i just cool. find it extremely bizarre that they would combine those two things first completely. of all Macbeth is pretty full of stuff yeah i don't know why you'd have to add something else but if you did wouldn't you add shakespeare i don't understand the, the, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. because it was like I need a rest. But from maybe all just this. just Rebecca would have been cool. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, yeah, that would be enough for so me. So was it like so cool. to, Tina yeah. and Tony's wedding? Tony and Tina's wedding? Were they like <laughs> in your face doing Shakespeare? It 
Um, no, you were kind of fo- well. I've never seen Tony and Tina's wedding because I haven't either. But I can imagine, like, really not my thing. But yeah, it, it wasn't interactive in that they interacted with you. They didn't. The play is just happening all around okay. this space, right. and oh, wow. you are like chasing them, and you, oh. they just set you free in this crazy building. Okay, okay. There was a room full of straitjackets, and I started to put one on, and I got in trouble, <gasps> and I was like, well, you told me I could do whatever I wanted with this yes. stuff. Um, there was like a graveyard, and there was a, it was, it was, I loved it. My husband hated it. Is your it. husband not a theater person? No, he has a master's in dramaturgy. Like, oh. he's, a, he, he's not anymore a theater person. Okay. Like, he really just couldn't see. Wait, why, did he not have his glasses? I don't understand. It was dark. It was okay. real dark. And um, I don't know. He's had, uh, he had cataracts. Oh, Jesus. And I think we probably didn't know it at the time. Oh. So he actually couldn't see. He the really thing. couldn't. He really oh. I could see that being he really didn't unsettling. Feel safe. Yes. A lot yeah. of the spaces were very dark. Yeah. Oh, and that's awful. there were like graves and stuff on the ground. So it wasn't just like walking through a room. And in general, weirdly, I tend to like more experimental theater. Like mm-hmm. we went to see the Tom Waits, Robert Wilson, um, Black Rider at the Taper or the Amazon, wherever it was. And early in our relationship and I loved it and mm-hmm. he was miserable <laughs> so we just have different yeah yeah I guess like yeah so oh what does he think about um uh clue <laughs> I he would never tell me if he he doesn't like it as much as I do but that's uh, almost not possible right you're a super fan I'm a super fan you are the number one clue fan and you are the president of their clue maybe fan tied club. with Garen but like it's <laughs> and Garen and and uh Rebecca used to work together true we haven't even talked about that we haven't yeah the good old days of uh that company yeah that uh exists I'll say it people. I worked I day jobbed at the Walt Disney Company for 11 years and then they hired me as an actor and had to be nice to me oh that's <laughs> amazing <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Ooh, that was satisfying. Oh, that sounds so good. Uh, Okay, so let's get into your story. Yeah. So, um, okay, I I first want to acknowledge that this story is teeming with white privilege, some of which I was aware of at the time, much of which I was not. Um, So really, like, the, the... the headline of this is how to survive getting your car impounded at the international border for drug trafficking is to be a cute white college girl. Oh, okay. That's That's best advice. Yeah. Yes. But uh, barring that, and I I actually wasn't there. So that's, that's not entirely what happened. So between my junior and senior years of college, I got a job. I was in drama school. Uh I needed to find some way to make some money during the summer. And they, there was, was like a box of flyers of people who recruited like student actors, mm-hmm. theater companies and whoever in the drama office. And I looked and, and one of them was a picture of the Rocky Mountains. And it was like, do you want to something, something? <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. And um, my best friend, now she's my best friend. At the time she was my classmate. We didn't like each other. Oh. And I have different accounts of how we ended up doing this together. Okay. But <laughs> we'll bring her in next week. Exactly. I'm here, so I get to say I stuck my head out the office window, and she was at the call board uh-huh. for the internet. When to, If you yes. wanted to tell someone something, you had to pin it to a place sure. where they would walk to see I it. went to that kind of college. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, hey, what are you doing this summer? Do you want to go work in Montana? She was like, okay. <laughs> and we <laughs> got jobs um, working in a national park lodge in Glacier National Park in Montana. Wow. Oh, wow. That working, sounds really cool. Right. Yeah. Working in the restaurant and singing in the country western cabaret. Oh, oh that's what the wow. flyer was for. The flyer that's was what the flyer was for. They were work in the, oh, how fun. They were recruiting people to be in their little show. Wait, was it dinner theater? No, it was basement theater it was okay. just something to occupy the people who stayed in the lodge it was just a, oh oh i get it okay got it at the time let's just call it late 90s all of these national parks in glacier anyway but i think more than that now i think they're a company called zantera or they were but they were all owned by the dial corporation the soap people okay wow. it was basically a tax write-off oh okay we made no money because they charged us for room and board what? and so and, and it was, when you worked in the restaurant, you got paid less than minimum wage because they figured you were making tips. Uh-huh. So I ended up leaving the restaurant because our boss was sexually harassing everyone and oh, I read Free to Be You and Me. And so it was like, <laughs> no way. But um, 
my best friend who worked at the restaurant the whole time got negative paychecks where they expected her to like go to the office and give them money for her oh my board. God. like it was a complete racket and uh we were in uh east glacier the hotel was called glacier park lodge which is on the blackfeet reservation okay so we were a bunch of white kids who okay. came onto her reservation right. to take all of the very few jobs that were available how for that, the summer. How is that even allowed, honestly? Um, it's a good question. It seems very I, I'm strange. I'm for sure not informed enough okay, I was on just, that question. Yeah. I'm sure there's a sorted history. There were members of Blackfeet Nation who would come in and sort of do talks mm-hmm. by the fire about the history of the culture and the language. and and and. But, I mean, we showed up and took all the jobs. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's not great. Um, but <laughs> that's a bad look. But I didn't uh, know. Yeah. I did. You know, wasn't inquisitive enough to really look into How that at you, the time. You wouldn't even. No, I mean that. it was a yeah. good. This whole thing was a good. Ed- it was for sure my first time being a white person in a place that was not majority white, mm-hmm. which was oh eye opening and okay like. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. learning some things that I will continue to process over many decades. <laughs> but um, so before we got there a few days before the season started, I'm having to try not to make this the longest story. In no, the world. no, no, we're Please. fine. You have plenty of time. And uh, I had a car mm-hmm. and I, I guess was in the minority. I thought everyone would show up with a car. Not so. And, it, you know, big Jersey plates on my Saturn. And, um, so we got there pretty quickly. My best friend decided which boy she liked. I decided which boy I liked. Okay. Um, and the boy that she liked wanted to go hiking mm. with another dude. Um, I get yeah, wanted to go hiking. It was like, hey, can I? Can we borrow your car? And my best friend Vicky was like, can you, you know, give Jason the car? And I was like, oh, no, you know, and I gave him a big speech like, look, this is my car. Don't don't do anything stupid. No, it's great. So they they took the car Mm -hmm. to go hiking um, and nobody had cell phones. This was not that time in the world. So it's getting dark. I'm starting to feel weird. Oh. And then we see Tim, the other guy's name was Tim, runs up to me. We're all around a campfire. This is what we did, is we would hang out around a campfire, you know, drinking underage and smoking weed until security came and said there was a bear nearby, and then we would all <laughs> do it back to our cabins. <laughs> okay. But Tim comes running up, and I was like, don't oh, you. Oh, no. And he said, your car is fine. Jason's in jail. And we were like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, okay, well, That's fine. fine. Yeah. Well, what are you talking about? So they had gone hiking. They got hungry. I'm sure they were smoking weed. Right. Um, the closest food was a Dairy Queen across the Canadian border. Oh, my God. They drove through Canadian border, but Jason had, I'm trying to remember. I believe he had, yeah, he had some weed and like paraphernalia in his backpack. Okay. And then, so they turned him around and he had to go back through U.S. Customs and they were training a new customs agent at U.S. Customs. And so they were like, we're going to just to train this guy. Oh, we're going to no. do a cert. Or no. So he had had a DUI at some point in the last five years or something. So Canada wouldn't let him in. So they turned oh, him geez. around. Oh, okay. And then customs so was no like, Dairy we're Quinn. just going to do a little search to help this guy train. And then they found the weed and paraphernalia, impounded my car at the border for oh, international drug trafficking and arrested Jason. <laughs> how much, oh, my how much pot did he have? Not a lot. But they so like they a, probably a little baggy or something. Yeah. This is the white privilege, like not enough to arrest you for. Like, what is the big deal? But it oh, was so the he late... wasn't white. Oh no, he was white. Oh, uh, but we were all like that. That was our reaction too. We oh, were like, oh, okay. it's a little bit of a weed, you guys. Oh, what oh, is the oh, problem? Oh. Right. Um, it, it turned out they they care actually quite a lot. So they <laughs> um, <laughs> held my car at the border. I th- and the boys. We're like, you don't understand. This isn't our car. This girl's going to kill us. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they eventually released my car because Tim drove it back like it was there yes. when he gave us this news. Although for the rest of the summer, I should say this till the end, but for the rest of the summer, we went to Canada quite a bit because the closest city to us was Calgary. Like, we oh. were really in the middle of nowhere. Oh, wow. 
and my car had a record on it. So anytime we went into Canada, they stripped it down to the metal. Oh my god! Oh god. Because <laughs> this, and I'm this you were like flagged. little Jewish New Jersey, like <laughs> you could apply for a kind of a. Uh, get into Canada quick thing if mm-hmm. you were going back and mm-hmm. forth a lot and they did the interview and the, you know they were like have you ever uh, been convicted of a felony and I was like a felony <laughs> felony have I and the woman was like have you ever been in a courtroom and I was like no and she was like then you have not been convicted I oh really didn't want to lie so what, what had happened that you could confuse it with a felony nothing I never had detention. Oh, so why <laughs> did you know what a felony was? I just, I knew what it was. I just yeah. did not want to perjure myself. Yeah. Oh my God, you're so cute. I never so had a speeding cute. ticket, but I was like, I'm really earnest. I, I want to, oh. you know, I really want to. Could you spell it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen, I was smart. Um, ish, obviously. <laughs> I did give my card to these two fucking yahoos. So anyway, the I think the next day or in two days was our first day of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Jason didn't show up to his job as a dishwasher in the Goatlick Cafe, which was the name of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Wait, Goatlick? Yes, because <laughs> there is a famous salt formation in Glacier National Park that the goats go and lick wow. to get minerals. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, it's hard to upsell wine in a restaurant called the Goat I Lick. I mean, they really? called it the Salt Lick, yeah. at least. Yeah. It's not called anything like that anymore. Okay. Because we go back every so often now. But... um. So if Jason had didn't show up to work, if he was still in jail, he was going to get fired and Vicky's heart would be broken. So then we embarked <laughs> on a mission to bail Jason out of oh. jail, which involved like ATMs. And we convinced the sheriff to let us write an out-of-state check again. Here comes the, you know, but, but and the sheriff was like. So he's, he's in an American jail he's in an or American a Canadian jail, okay. but in a rural Montana. Okay jail okay it wasn't it 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 made me uncomfortable okay um <laughs> but so we went to the sheriff and it was like four forty-five, and it closed at five mm-hmm. and if we didn't get him that day he wasn't going to be able to get to work and it was like one of the and we went to a bar to try to let get them to cash a check mm-hmm. and Jesus. you know we tried to go to ATM Life machines used to but be it so work. hard and we did yeah. Tell me if you need me to stop telling this. No, story. no, no, no. We went to Sheriff Gary and we said, <laughs> Sheriff Gary. Yeah. And he, we, and you're not like allowed to write an out of state check. They don't let you do that. But we were adorable and we begged and pleaded. <laughs> and Vicky wrote an out of state check knowing that the money was not. And he was like, I'm going to call the bank and make sure the money is there. Okay. But the bank was on the East Coast and closed mm. by oh, this point. For God's sake. Conveniently, because Vicky knew the money was not there. Oh. But she was like, no problem. I will call my mom and have her friend wire the money there so that it's there in the morning okay. when he calls. And he said, uh, I'm going to call in the morning, and if the money's not there, I'm going to come arrest you. Oh, we were ooh. like, no problem. Oh, God. So she wrote the check. We got Jason. We have a receipt for him. Um, their romance did not work out. <laughs> what? After all that? I, I turns out such a romantic story for their origin story. Once you have a receipt for somebody, the romance is gone okay. <laughs> because now he owed her like six hundred dollars. Oh, forgot. Oh, god. Okay. Um, and of course, the next morning, Vicky forgot the phone number to her mom's friend who was going to uh. wire the money. So, like, we're now late for our first orientation day at the restaurant, and I had to run up there and say, "Hi, we are having a minor legal problem." Oh my god. We but why did she here. have to call Vicky if Vicky was already going to do it? Vicky had to call her mom's friend to wire the money so that when Sheriff Gary called the bank, it would be there. No, but I thought she'd already talked to her nope. mom's friend. Nope. She was hoping this was, this was just w- a plan. Why would she yeah. think her mom's friend would even do this? She must have had a rich mom friend. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, we weren't close at okay. this time. Right. <laughs> it wasn't. How so she I forgot, would have maybe she forgot the phone number. Okay. She forgot the phone number. So I had to go, yeah, go up and tell our bosses that we had we were working out a legal situation. <laughs> on day one. On, day yeah, day one. one. And trying not to get arrested, and we would be right back. <laughs> oh and eventually God. it did. She f- reached the friend, she wired the money, the sheriff 
did the thing. We got to keep Jason. We did not get arrested. <laughs> wow. The epilogue is, there's two, actually. The, so first, the, I liked a different guy and whatever, and we we would drive to a bar, a faraway bar, um, because the one in the town that we were in, they weren't crazy about all the white kids who took all the jobs, and fair enough. Oh, okay. yes. So we would drive. We're like, can't go to that bar. No, Nobody we, likes no, us don't there. don't go to that bar. I get it. Yeah. Um, on the way back from the bar that we would drive to, the boy that I liked, the person who was driving his car, which was his dad's car, a Delta 88, hit a bear. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and we all stopped, so we're all a bunch Wait, of drunk white teenagers so to tootling do. around <laughs> in the middle of a, the Blackfeet Reservation with an angry bear <laughs> in the immediate vicinity. No. And Sheriff Gary shows up and was like, "Rebecca, no. what are you doing here?" Oh God, no. So that happened. It was very romantic. The boy ended up like kissing me in the headlights of his father's destroyed car. Aww. It was a real moment. Where was the bear? Where was the bear? <laughs> the raging bear I don't behind know. you. I don't know. <laughs> the bear was probably like cute. Good for you guys. I won't eat them today. Just, yeah. Um, again, I just want to clarify. I don't feel proud of any of this. So I'm just going to say that throughout. Okay. If, if we were on video, we would run a fire on. Rebecca recognizes <laughs> all of this is terrible. Uh, and she has reflected on it a great deal and will continue to do so. Well, you didn't do dies. anything wrong. Well. <laughs> oh, wait, we're not I done. I didn't do anything. Okay. Um, so fast forward again. My dad comes to visit me later in the summer. We decide to take a uh, like a horseback ride on yeah. one of my days off. And the guide is Sheriff Gary. <laughs> and I'm like, Sheriff Gary. And he's like, Rebecca. And my dad goes, Sheriff Gary? Why, why are you guys on a first name basis? Oh and Sheriff God. Gary, bless him, said, oh, she never did anything. She's just always there. <laughs> <laughs> Which might go on my tombstone. Wow. That is amazing. I love him. I love Sheriff Gary. He, I think he'd seen a lot. Yeah, I, I think he'd seen a lot. Yeah, this was uh, you know, this was old hat for sure. New here. brand new kids showed up there to do God knows what. Oh yeah, every year All probably the, right? every year. Yeah, but, but new batch of kids. When we went back and the last time we were there, we were there was 2015, and we went and had dinner at the restaurant that's no longer called the Goatlet Cafe. <sighs> mm -hmm. And our server, we were like, so what do the kids do? Like we used to work uh -huh. here. Mm -hmm. Where's the party? Like blah blah blah. And our server went, do you guys do meth? <gasps> Whoa! And we were like, immediately, moms, we were like, no, and shame on you, and you're risking your life, and it's very dangerous, and you should only try things that come out of the ground. And we like, turned into, oh my God, lecturing aunts immediately, Good. and you know, marched back to our rooms, and we're like, these kids, these oh things my are God. just they're, they're in trouble, and it's not like when we were young. That's uh, amazing. But then you went down and you tried it. Totally. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. With the Best. bear. With cocaine bear. It all. Best man. <laughs> this whole thing is me promoting <laughs> cocaine bear. Cocaine she bear. also is in cocaine bear. Go out and see it. Um, you're not, do you know you're not really in cocaine bear? No, are you? I'm sure. Oh, I sure That would have been really, really I cool. would have cried the whole time. <laughs> I have a problem with animals in peril. and I know. But I am definitely going to see cocaine bear. <laughs> I totally want to see. I think they're all CGI animals. Yeah, I don't think it's Are all, they? I, sure. I don't think they're using a real bear. They're not going to let Margo Martindale act with a real bear. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't put her in peril. She's, She's a national a treasure. treasure. Exactly. Did you see Sheriff Gary when you went back? Did you see him? Like, no, we didn't go looking. Mm. <laughs> I hope you don't want to run okay. into him. I don't, I don't. I think it's for the best that we leave that behind. Okay. <laughs> Close that <laughs> chapter. Yeah, but I do. We do. I do still. I have receipts for a couple guys. There was another guy who got um, thrown in jail. <laughs> and by that time, we were over it. We were like, hello, I'm here for Dylan. <laughs> like, <laughs> here you go. Wow. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much. That was an amazing, layered story. Twist and turns. Twist and turns. Uh, surprises. Sheriff Gary. I'm not drama. sure I've taught anyone how to survive something, though. Again, except to not be there and be a cute white kid. I mean, right. I well, and, and, and don't be the one with the pot. Don't. I mean, yeah, don't, be don't the with the listen. Pot. Don't drive across country, national borders. If you're going to cross an international border, make sure you don't accidentally have any drugs. Yeah, ding-dongs. Seems like common sense. Right? And definitely not on a training day. 
Right. Oh. Not when they're training a new dude. No. Think absolutely about it. Not. Oh, man. <laughs> This is so Ugh, funny. Jason in jail. I wonder if he has a record. Do you know his whole do you know his whole name? Do you know his last name? Could you look him up? I'm sure Vicky, Vicky remembers, remembers. That. He had glasses and he was the dishwasher in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. again, thank you. Wasn't the making of a long term relationship. No. But what about you and uh and Smashed Car? Jamie? Yeah. Oh uh oh that kid. No. That wasn't really going anywhere. No. No. Just a nice kiss. That was a distraction from Jason's roommate, who I loved. Oh. Whose name was Jamie, who um, I follow on Instagram. Oh, still? Yeah, he follows me back. We're like pals. Relationships formed under threat of bear rarely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a stressful situation. (laughs) It is. It's a stressful situation. Well, thank you again so much for being here. And Thank you for letting me. This story has been living inside me for decades. It's a it's a fantastic. It should it should be filmed. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. We filming. thought about it. It really feels like like an eighties action. It does. Comedy yeah, it thing. feels not believable. I swear, <laughs> it's all true. And there are police records somewhere to and prove receipts it. apparently and receipts. And we will be right back after this with what did we learn today? Christine, are you ready to learn what we learned today? Yes. Get yourself a sweater from fashion icon, designer, and newsman, Ted Baxter. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. That was my tenant. Save me is stimulate, airway, ventilate, evaluate, muscular injection, and evaluate again. Lots of evaluating happening. Yes. Injecting into the muscle of the upper thigh or upper arm with a syringe is a very common way to administer naloxone. Many naloxone kits come with a syringe and a vial or a pre-filled cartridge of naloxone. The shot can be administered through clothes. Oh, that's amazing. Suspect alcohol poisoning? Get help immediately. Don't let boys borrow your car. Mm -mm. Well, (laughs) this has been a really fun episode. It has. I hope you're all enjoying it. I hope... Thank you to everyone who's joined the Patreon. Yes. And I hope you're having fun with that. Yes, if we're you're, very grateful. If you're not already there, you can go check out the page uh, and um, join it if you like or not join it if you don't like. You know, we're going to be doing some giveaways soon Yeah, to our new Patreon members. So that'll be announced. And we've already heard from some of you that you're really enjoying the extra material. So thanks for that. Thank you. And t- until next time. Remain, remain calm. calm.